Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wolf Packer Show. My name's Ethan McDowell, and I am here with Noah Fleischman. We are back again this week for another one of our weekly basketball updates. If this is your first time tuning in, we're going to break down all of the games that happened over the past week in both the men's and women's basketball programs before then previewing what's next, discussing a few key storylines, and making some predictions as well. Um, Noah, it was a up and down week for um, both teams, and we're gonna, you know, talk about. We're gonna start with the women today because um, they did win their most recent contest, and then we'll dive into the men's basketball team as well. Before we do that, um, just want to mention that we are both writers for the Wolfpacker.com. That's NC State site on the On Three Network, the fastest growing college football news recruiting. You know, everything you can look for to do with college basketball or football, it's the best place to be right now. Go check it out. It is only $1 for your first month of premium access, which includes, you know, access to our message board, um, premium recruiting scoops, team analysis, um, uh, weekly net rankings updates from Noah about the men's basketball team. All of that's all on the Wolfpacker.com. You can access it all for just $1. All right, Noah. Like I said, let's start with the women's basketball team. The Wolfpack now stands 16 and 2 on the season, 4 and 2 in the conference, and ranked number 10, number 7 in the AP poll. All of that is because of a disappointing loss to Miami on the road. For the second ACC road game in a row, NC State left with a defeat. They lost 73 to 59 to the Hurricanes. And um, it's a bit of a troubling trend that's starting to creep up, and we're going to see if they can kind of um, get rid of it. But their past two ACC road contests, 
Um, of course, the buzzer beater, you know, heartbreaking defeat against Virginia Tech. And then they followed it up with, I would say, their their worst game of the season by a large margin. I, I mean, they um, started the game shooting four of 20 from the field in the first quarter and were trailing by 11 at that point. Finished the game six of 23 from three and um, 28.1% overall from the field. So just a really, really poor shooting performance. And um, obviously, you know, they, they, they put up the defensive effort that was necessary to keep it close throughout. But um, then it turned into a blowout in the final minutes when Miami finally showed some signs of offensive firepower. Um, Noah, I know Wes Moore was discouraged. Um, I know NC State's fan base was discouraged after this game. Um, do, do you have any ma major takeaways um, from this contest against the Hurricanes? It was just, and it, it's hard to put it, right? Because they were able, they were down most of the game, if not, the, you know, they were down 21-10 after the first quarter. And it's like, okay. And they were down 14, made it a seven-point game, you know, in the fourth quarter. Um, they just couldn't get over the hump. They were outscored in three of the four quarters. Third quarter, they, you know, at 11-8 um, advantage of the pack. But other than that, not really great outside of that. Um, but this might be a, a good opportunity for them to learn. Obviously, we saw what they did coming off the loss. Um, but about River Baldwin in that one, which ended up being the last game she missed. So I think it's a discouraging performance. I don't think it's the end of the world, especially a team that only has two losses this season. It is what it is. But – you said, I mean, they've lost both their losses on the road and ACC play. Well, they've got a pair of road games this week. So either they stop the trend or it becomes, I think, a big, big concern if, if they don't. Yeah, I agree. Um, Miami is not having the best season, but it's still a good program. They're a well-coached team. They, they went on a tournament run last year. Obviously, their team looks different than it did. But um, it's still a very, very talented group, and um, it's not the worst loss in the world. It's obviously not what you wanted as the number four team in the country. But, um, you know, the, after the game, Wes Moore was on the radio broadcast just um, clearly very upset about the loss. He called out their defensive effort, saying that the team just has to have some pride and guard someone. He was calling out just um, how the team was practicing, which was something that crept up a lot um, during last season's, um, you know, more troubling parts was Westport practice like you played and, and it wasn't it wasn't good. So that was, I say, cause for concern. But that the, the bad taste that that game left in NC State's mouth didn't last long because then they returned home and immediately picked up a statement win over Duke. Um, they dispatched their in-state rival um, 72 to 57. Uh, honestly, it didn't feel even that close. It felt like like more of a blowout than the 15-point margin it actually was because of a late run by the Blue Devils. But um, Isaiah James took control of this immediately. After, um, you know, she, she had a, she struggled against Miami pretty pretty significantly. She was on fire pretty much from, from the start. She scored the first basket of the game, went on to score 11 points in the first quarter, and um, finished the game with a career-high 33 against the Blue Devils. Um, did it at every level. She was shooting from three. She was knocking down free throws, getting to the bucket, hitting mid-range shots. She, she just couldn't really miss. It, and it wasn't even like all of her shots were wide open. She was hitting contested looks. It was a um, just an absolutely dominant performance for James, 
one that um you know it's starting <laughs> NC State fans are starting to get accustomed to because she, she is reliably one of the top scores in the ACC right now and um yeah her 20 points in the second half I mean it was NC State kind of went cold I'd say for the final two quarters but um when you have Isaiah James hitting down everything she sh- um she shoots it was um you know it was enough to keep NC State with it at a comfortable lead throughout the uh, final two quarters of that one. And just a great response overall. I, I think that's pretty much the perfect ideal response you could have drawn up, especially considering a few days prior, Duke upset a ranked Virginia Tech team. And while they're not the same team um, that they were last year, top 25 squad and all of that, Duke, again, tough defensive team. And to put um, put 72 points on them, I believe they were, the on- they were only the second ACC school to do that this season. That's really impressive, and it, it's a it's a great win, and um, obviously River Baldwin was back as well, which was a much welcomed sight. She didn't look completely one hundred percent back to me, like just mobility wise. Obviously, that ankle injury is still slowing her down a little bit, but um, you know, still provided that presence in the paint where even if she's not scoring a ton, even if she's not rebounding a ton, she is attracting the attention of the defense, kind of sucking the defenders in. And then that opens up more perimeter looks for the pack, which they were able to knock down against the Blue Devils. Um, Noah, from what you saw against this game, um, I, I imagine it had to be a pretty encouraging result for you as well. It was. You know, one, they won by a healthy margin, which is a good thing to see against Duke, who had just beat Virginia Tech at home and, and you know, played really well against the Hokies. Um, Ura Baldwin coming back, I think, was a big sign you know a big plus too she only has six points and, and a few um, rebounds but I think that's a positive sign she's obviously not 100% yet um, but being back on the floor is a good thing and then you talk about Isaiah James she played all 40 minutes you know took 20 shots the next closest person on the team took nine which was Mimi Collins so she was really taking a healthy load of the offense when your shot's going down get her the ball that's what they did and it worked um, so I think this is a good rebound game for NC State now kind of want to look forward and see if they can, you know, string multiple wins together and, and keep it rolling, especially on the road. But I think this is a good sign to see another rebound off of a loss. NC State hasn't lost back-to-back this year. It's two losses. It's been sandwiched by a win against Virginia. So I think that's a positive, too. They're not letting one loss, you know, impact them. So we'll see if they do it again. Yeah, and I think the snowballing part is a crucial element of – um of the difference between last season and this season last year, the losses seemed to compound and it, the, 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 the vibes never got much better during these winning streaks. So it, it seemed like losses lingered a little bit. And um, that led to um, troubling stretches for a, a lot of last year's season. It doesn't seem like that that's really happening here. Um, NC state, you know, that they, they took that loss to heart. It, it, it like clearly resonated with them. Um, and then the players after the game said they had a great week of practice um, le- leading up in the quick turnaround before the Duke game. And it showed on the court. They played with a lot of intensity, um, shut down Duke's offense and, um, you know, again, hit, hit shots at a much higher rate than they did in, um, in Miami earlier in the week. And now you mentioned it. They're back on the road. Uh, we immediately get to find out something about this team because they have two very winnable games, but not, n- no game in the ACC. I know it is a cliche, but it is so true this year that any team in the ACC can beat 
any team in the ACC on any given night because holy crap, if like I'm just I was looking at um Clemson earlier today, Noah, and you look at it at um at face value, they're eight and eleven and one and six in the conference, but then like they, they they've lost by like 12 or less points to um, UNC, FSU. I believe they lost by one point to Syracuse and um, played Virginia Tech close as well. Those are um, four ranked teams right now, right? So those are four ranked losses against, um, including Louisville, which was a blowout in it. And um, yeah, so th- that that one, you know, that one wasn't as impressive by Clemson, but the rest of their games, they're, they're playing teams close right now. And um, Amari Robinson's a big part of that, and six foot forward who is averaging 17.8 points per game. She has a lot of their offense right now. But um, so, yeah, you, you look at that, you're like, all right, this is one of the worst teams in the ACC. But also, they have the capability to go out and compete with some of the best teams in the country every single night. Um, Noah, do you have any thoughts on the uh, Clemson game? Yeah, I think it all just shows the depth of, of the ACC and the women's side. I mean, what, they've got seven teams ranked in the top 25. Mm-hmm. You look at Clemson, who's played four of them, playing most of them close. And, um, you know, you mentioned it. And I think it goes for the both of men and women this year where so as, as good as some teams are, it's still, you know, any team can beat anybody on any given night. Um, and we've seen that so far. And, and Clemson's definitely an opportunity to do that, especially having gone on the road. Um, and play them that that has a little bit different you know environment to it. Florida State only squeaked out a six point win there um, a couple of weeks ago, so we'll see what happens. But otherwise, I think NC State will be able to keep its positive momentum rolling and be able to get its first ACC road win. I'm sure Wes Moore is drilling into his team the fact of how crucial it is to win on the road um, in this league, especially now with two losses as as the pack tries to just work its way up and try to get a good seed know for when the conference tournament rolls around yeah this would be their second road win because they did pick up the um first yeah. win over virginia in their conference opener but i i get i get what you mean because it's been a while right it's been a while since we've seen them go out on the road and pick up a conference w so but clemson's the perfect opportunity to do it i i feel pretty comfortable predicting that one as a win just because um you know i i think they'll be able to shut down amari robinson uh Assuming you know six foot four, that seems like probably draws um maybe a, a mix of both Madison Hayes and Mimi Collins um throughout the matchup, and they're two of the best defenders on the team, maybe the two best. So um, well, I, I think they'll be able to contain her and pick up another conference win because of that, and you know start to build build some good momentum again, build another winning streak headed into a really difficult part of the schedule here. Um, but yeah, so the, the next one, short turnaround, they're going to go from South Carolina to Massachusetts because they have Boston College coming up next on the schedule. The Eagles so far this season have um, started off, hold on, let me pull up their record here, 11-9. So, so solid team, they're right in the middle of the pack for um, both offense and defense. They're scoring 74 points per game. And, and giving up 67. So it's it's a you know good mix so far for them. Um, they've been pretty solid to start the year, but um, again, uh, this is another road road game that in, NC State should absolutely win. Um, and uh, you know it, it's on the road, but 
I've covered a Boston College women's basketball game today. I don't uh, before. I don't think it's going to be exactly the most intimidating um, away venue, and um, I think NC State should be able to come out of that one on top with a win. But um, no, I wanted to get your opinion on that one as well. Yeah, I, I think this is a you know an opportunity for NC State to go two zero on the road this week with Clemson and Boston College. You know, it's neither one's going to be too intimidating of an opponent, as you said, and neither one is found immense success in the league so far. So I think this is an opportunity for the back to, to get rolling and then uh, come home. And they've got a brutal stretch when they come home. So I think this week's pretty big, you know, in, in getting their confidence levels up and, and getting back to, you know, rolling through the ACC like they were to start the year. Yeah, you need to win this one, the, these two, right? Because um, it's the added importance of after this. It, it gets really, really brutal. I mean, I mean, after this game, it's it's straight into a gauntlet where you have UNC at home, Louisville at home, um, Virginia Tech at home. <laughs> so three massive home games over the stretch of one week. It's Thursday to Thursday, those three games. So um, that, that'll that be a, a very exciting test. And you want to go in with that with 18 and two with a six and two conference record and um, some positive momentum behind your sales. And you know, we, we talked about how Clemson has been playing some um, some of the conference teams close. Uh, Boston College, not really. Um, I mean, they only lost to Duke by five and um, Syracuse by seven. Like those, those are solid results. And they did beat Miami. That's their best win so far. They also lost to Notre Dame by 50. So, um, and, you know, beat Pittsburgh by 13. Pittsburgh's really bad and Wake Forest as well. Um, not, not a not a good team right now, and and they lo- they beat them by three, and they lost to Georgia Tech by fifteen. So right now that that should be a win. I'm I'm comfortable projecting that one as a win as well. And um, yeah, the, the, I'm forecasting that they'll go into this uh, difficult home stretch eight, eighteen and two, and solid conference record, and probably creeping back up towards the AP poll top five as well. All right, um, we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Game Time. Um, Game Time is a ticket buying and selling marketplace. Um, whether you're looking for tickets to, I don't know, the next NC State women's basketball game, a, hur- a Hurricanes game, a um, if, if you wanted to buy tickets real early for NC State's um, showdown with Tennessee, I believe those are on sale. A comedy show, concert, wh- whatever you're looking for, Game Time has it. Um, it is a excellent app very easy easy to use interface i use it all the time um by far my favorite thing about it noah is um if, if you're just you know on your phone scrolling through the app looking for a last minute ticket you can see exactly the view from the seat that you'd be buying so i'll hold it up for those watching on youtube like you can see oh it's not pulling up because it, it actually turns when you um <laughs> when you turn the phone so i had turned it away but let me pull up a better view um but you can see exactly where you would be sit, sitting, the view from your seat. And um, yeah, I think it just makes it super easy to use. I really like it. Um, and if you do choose to check it out, um, use code WOLFPACK when you're checking out. That all caps, WOLFPACK, and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. So great deal. Save some money. Go to a Hurricanes game. Go to an NC State basketball game for a little cheaper than you usually would. Um, and go check it out. It's game time on any app store or gametime.co on your web browser. That's not .com, that's .co. All right, Noah, let's dive into some men's basketball talk. The only game 
that um, we need to talk about since the last time we spoke was a 84 to 78 defeat at the hands of Virginia Tech at PNC Arena on Saturday. No, this was a weird game. Like it was, I thought it was a very, very just strange result. It, it, watching uh, the opening few minutes, I'm going to be interested to see if you agree. It, it felt like NC State should have been up by 15 after the first couple media timeouts. They were dominating, it felt like, just in terms of the momentum, in terms of the amount of turnovers they were forcing and all of that. But, you know, Virginia Tech kind of like weathered those storms and remained in the game. And then when they got hot at the end, it was kind of over. But, you know, you were there. You covered the game. I want to, I want to hear your take. Um, give us the full rundown on how NC State lost to Virginia Tech. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, NC State had Virginia Tech's guards in misery. They were, they were turning them over pretty easily. You know, Brandon Recksteiner, their backup point guard, came in the game. He played two minutes and had four turnovers in two minutes. Would be pretty good. But the story of this game was NC State – couldn't take care of the basketball either. They forced 20 turnovers in the game, but they had 18 themselves, um, which did not help. That was their most of the season. This is a team that was among the best in college basketball, taking care of the basketball to start the season. It was number one through the first 12, 15 games. It has 14 in each of its – it's averaging 14 in its last four games. So, obviously, not a great trend to see if you're NC State. Virginia Tech was able to take advantage of that. And then they also just got hot late. You know, Hunter Couture, they held him to three points in the first half. He ended the game with 19. Um, so he obviously went off a little bit. Eight of those came from the free throw line, but as well. And, and the thing that was the biggest part was there was a stretch. I think it was like seven or eight minute stretch um, in the second half where Virginia Tech didn't miss a shot. Um, they, they went 10 of 11 end from the field. And, and that really put NC State away, even though the pack was able to make it a six point game. They couldn't come over the hump just because they couldn't defend. Um, Virginia Tech was able to drive right by them and get to the rim, and that's not a good recipe for success. And Kevin Keats kind of was – I don't know what the word is, but, you know, he, he talks about defense, and that's what they hang their hat on the whole year. And, and this was a game where defense did not save the day. Because usually if they score 78 points, they'll win the game. But they scored – Virginia Tech scored 84, and, and defense just was not it. So we'll see how they learn from it, but not a pretty loss for the pack who who fell 12 spots in the net rankings after that. Yeah, the, the positive parts of the loss, I mean, you they they, they hit six threes. Um, it's an improvement after, um, you know, not hitting any against um, Wake Forest. And, and 20 of 24 from the line, that's great. That, that's great. That kept them in the game, to be honest. Um, but, I mean – yeah, ah, it, it was a tough one. It, it was a tough one, and um, in NC State now, they they kind of they kind of have to sweep this road trip, don't they? Like they they kind of they have they have to win um win their next couple games and uh, get get back into the conversation here, and th- and that starts with a road clash against UVA. Um, Noah, I know you heard, listened to Coach Tony Bennett um this week talking about the pack um. What are your thoughts on that matchup against the Cavaliers as the Wolfpack tries to go for a season sweep of its ACC opponent? Yeah, I mean, you know, Virginia is a good team. They NC State just played really well against them the first game. NC State had a 21-point lead in the second half. They won by 16. Everything was going the right way when Virginia was in Raleigh. Um, obviously, going to Charlottesville is a little bit different story. They've won 20 straight there. 
that the last time they lost was in 2022. In December of 2022, and then number five, Houston went in there and squeaked out, I think, an eight-point win to six-point win. So hard place to win for anybody in the league, and especially in the country. So we'll see what they can do. But, you know, at the end of the day, that game, it's a quad one game. State probably needs to win it. But it won't hurt them if they lose it, if they can win on the weekend at Syracuse because they already own a win over Virginia. Kind of you can split it and be okay, but they need to get some some marquee wins. And, and they've got two chances with Virginia and Syracuse because the Wolfpack doesn't have a quad one win. Yeah, I mean, this is the best opportunity they'll have to get it, I think. But you look at um, their past couple home games, I mean, um, the 24-point blowout over over Louisville and then um, and then an eight-point win over Virginia Tech that um, tuned in for part of that game. And it, it wasn't that close for, um, for most of that game. So, um, yeah, the, the UVA is not, you know, the national championship winning, you know, title contender UVA that they have been over the past few years, but they are still a formidable foe at home. And um, no, I'm going to make you predict this game. Um, what are you going to go with? A, a win or a loss for the pack here? I'm going to go with a, with a close loss. I mean, Charlottesville is just a hard place to win. No teams really do it. You see 20 in a row have left there on the bus without a win. So that tells you a lot. Um, I do think NC State's capable of winning the game, but I just think that, that Virginia finds a way to get it done and State will, will lose back-to-back. Um, that's not obviously what they want to do, but just with how Virginia plays at home and, and, and the way that I think NC State didn't defend well mm. against Virginia Tech, I think if that carries over on the road, then it's going to be a long night. They've been focusing on defense the last couple of days in practice, but I, I, we'll see if Isaac McNeely gets hot for Virginia, for UVA. It's going to be a long night. He can shoot from anywhere, and he, he can knock things down left and right. He got hot, I think, toward the end of the game when they were in Raleigh, but by then it was it was out of hand, and, and NC State had it. So we'll see what happens, but I think it'll be a, a close loss for the pack. Yeah, I'm with you there, a close loss. Uh, it's tough because, you know, unless you're going to go in and shoot the lights out, which um, we haven't seen NC State do in a little while, um, you have to go in there and you have to match 100% of UVA's defensive intensity, which is tough to do. Um, no one plays defense quite as hard as um, UVA, if we're being honest. So uh, I have a hard time seeing that game being a victory. And unless um, the backcourt, you know, you know, gets hot and you see maybe Casey Morsell in a you know, UVA revenge game goes off. Um, it's a good DJ Horn game. And it, and, you know, another part of that pack line defense is it helps so much to have, like, just a reliable post guy, too. So so having um, DJ Burns in there um, to, you know, just to, if you can get the ball down to him, have, get him just consistent paint touches, um, easier said than done, I know, against UVA. But um, if he could have a big game, then maybe maybe you could see the pack um, leaving, uh, leaving Charlottesville with a victory. But uh, – it's going to be a battle. It's going to be an ugly game. It always is when you play UVA. So um, it, it'll be an interesting one to watch on the road for the pack. And then they hit the road for a matchup against Syracuse in New York, a little 7 p.m. Saturday night tip-off against the Orange in the battle of the Block S's. Um, so far this season, you know, Syracuse, they're coming off of a, a home win over – 
over Miami, a close home win. They got um, blown out by UNC a few games games ago, and now they're you know sitting pretty solid in the top half half of the ACC. They have a winning conference record at four and three, 13 and five overall in the um, post Jim Bayheim era. And an interesting nugget about the Orange is they are nine and zero at home right now. So that, that's something to monitor there, right? Um, NC State will, will, again, have to go in and beat an undefeated um, team that or undefe- a team that is undefeated at home. So, Noah, just from, you know, your initial scouting of the Orange, what have you seen? Um, where can NC State maybe get an advantage to win this one? Um, how, how are you feeling going into this matchup? Yeah, you know, playing in Syracuse is hard. We're I mean, talking about playing at UVA. Well, teams don't win in Syracuse too often either, and and that's hard for NC State. But Syracuse coming off a buzzer-beating win against Miami, they hit a three at the end of the game to win. Um, they were kind of, you know, their coach Red Autry earlier this week basically said, "Hey, we're taking a three at the end of the game. If you miss, it was going overtime. We weren't leaving any time on the clock, and that's what happened. They nailed it. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. You look at common opponents. They got blown out by North Carolina." So that's an interesting thing. But they've also owned two wins over Pitt, who just went into Duke. So up and down team. I think similar to NC State in a way of, of getting good, some quality wins, but also some some head-scratching losses. A little bit more head-scratching, I think, for Syracuse than they are for NC State. But I feel comfortable saying that NC State will be able to go up there and, and get a win um, at Syracuse and try to, you know, right the ship a little bit, even if they lose – at Virginia, I think this is an opportunity to get a win on the road, get a quadrant one win on the road at that, um, and kind of start building the resume that they're running out of time for um, to build. But I think this is an opportunity to to get on the right side of things for NC State. Yeah, I'm going to adjust my prediction a little bit and say they're going to go one and one on, on this road trip. I, I'll say, you know, maybe if they could grind out a win versus UVA, then it's a letdown in another hostile environment at Syracuse. But if they, if they lose at UVA, I, I, I agree. I feel pretty confident that they'd be able to go up and, um, you know, bounce back and get a win there. Cause like we were talking about with the women's team, um, there hasn't been much snowballing from the men's team. They've showed a lot of resilience and a lot of toughness to bounce back from difficult losses and um, kind of turn the momentum around, pick up some big victories. So either way, I think the pack will pick up at least one win on this trip, which they desperately need to do as well. All right, that, that's all for our basketball update. I want to run through a quick, a few quick n- notes and little bits of news. Um, while we were recording, um, NC State football's um spring game details broke. Um, what I for what I would ma- imagine is probably going to be the um the most anticipated spring game maybe in program history. Um, anyone who's been following the program longer than me, feel free to fact check us in the comments. But um, with all the newcomers, all the excitement around the program, um. It's going to be April 6th at 2 p.m. So there you go. Um, the full schedule is dropping at um, at uh, you know 5 p.m. on um, at the time you're listening to this tonight. So um, go check it out. Then we already know NC State's going to start the season August 29th against Western Carolina, and which you know not super notable in terms of the matchup against the Catamounts, an FCS program, but it is notable because it gives you a couple more days to prepare for Tennessee. So, um, you know, keep, keep that in mind that April 6th spring game, it should be a super exciting one to watch as well. 
And then I also wanted to give a shout out to Zamaria Jones, a five-star NC State women's basketball commit is a McDonald's All-American. So that's cool. Um, second year in a row, um, NC State has had a McDonald's All-American joining um, joining Zoe Brooks there. And, um, you know, cool to see. Always a cool honor. She's a top 20 player in the country. And um, as a point guard, who's going to bring a lot of a lot of excitement to the Wolfpack backcourt next year. And um, before we get out of here, did just want to tease that um, um, by the time you're listening to this yesterday, we dropped a couple of visitor notes. NC State's bringing in three official visitors this weekend, including two transfers from Auburn, an SEC program where they were both major contributors to the team. Um, go check it out. We dropped that info on thewolfpacker.com. And one last plug. It is only $1 to join the site for your first month of premium access. And all right, that is all from us today. Um, thank you all for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Wolfpacker show. Please like and comment and subscribe. Um, you know, leave a review if you're listening on one of the, on one of those um, podcast platforms. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, check us out on YouTube and vice versa. If you're watching on YouTube, check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast. And um, we'll talk to you soon. We'll be back next week with another basketball update. See you then. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.